0: Seven of shared discovery, the show and podcast dedicated to sharing the many exciting and enjoyable aspects of games and gaming. I'm your host Victor. Today, I'm once again joined by Ron. Ron, how you doing?
1: Good, Victor. Good. Uh, just got new glasses, so looking good,
0: fun. looking shiny. A lot of reflection. You can do the the anime villain push. I guess it's not just villains. It's just like smart guy thing.
1: Yeah, glasses, dude. Glasses, dude. Every anime has a glasses dude. Yeah, you where know? the
0: glare shines and they mm-hmm. get their evil idea or. Inspiration, I'm right. digging it. digging the look. Yeah, but how about you, Victor?
1: How are you doing <laughs> Pretty today? Pretty great.
0: We're on holidays. Got some time off working. Good, good. So that's a great... That's always a great time. Got more time to play games. What games have you been playing lately?
1: Oh, man. I've been revisiting older stuff lately.
0: Oh, hitting the backlog?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like, oh, I've heard about this. Let me see how that's like. And it's been all right. Playing Morrowind. It's... Nice completely different from Skyrim uh, it is
0: world world apart
1: just unrecognizable yeah almost
0: that's good because we were talking in our 30 years 30 episode yeah 30 episodes 30,
1: 30, other, 30, years? 30 years
0: 30 games 30 yeah, games gonna, hey. yeah, so you're, you're saying you're gonna revisit that so oh, what's yeah. been standing out to you
1: um the game?
0: after does it hold up
1: uh, if you like reading, it does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Otherwise, no. No, I wouldn't say so. Uh, okay. There's none of the conveniences or nice yeah. things that come with modern video games. Yeah, I
0: remember trying to play that when I was like nine or ten. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. I would never read the quests. You have to. So I never knew what to do. So I'd just hop around, getting my acrobatics up, <laughs> just watching that go up. I'm like, yes, this is the game. Trying to fight guards, dying trying to fight crab dying yes (laughs) so I probably would enjoy it better now is what you're saying
1: yeah I mean don't go looking for like an adrenaline high or anything (laughs) is my advice it's it's not like fast action like Skyrim where you're like whipping spells
0: okay just like a nice slow slow book methodical Yeah, yeah book yeah
1: book that's a great way of describing it
0: books have action scenes sometimes yeah depending on what you're reading really yeah. okay that's cool <laughs> that's cool that you went back to revisit that i'm actually playing bayonetta oh. right now that was that's what we talked about in that episode it's hard <laughs> it's <laughs> a hard game right? Yeah. no it's hard i got to level nine chapter nine and i'm like this is stupid this is impossible and Savannah it's like, she's raging more than I am watching me play this yes. she goes on Reddit and there's so many Reddit posts like this is the worst design game a mm-hmm. uh, level chapter in any Bayonetta game Oh. I'm like oh man okay I feel that it's hard like, oh. it's really hard they have this mission yeah. where you protect your body okay you go into this bubble and then you protect your body while you're in a dip- the spirit realm or whatever mm-hmm. and that's the only way you can hit the enemies is while you're in that spirit realm but you only have five hits so if your body gets hit five times the mission is over and it's three minutes you have to defend your body oh my god and you to get into that spirit form you can go in and out it's like a three second animation to put yourself down and then (laughs) they're already back to you so you sprint across the map try to put your body in a good position do the animation and they're already back. So you just have to button mash so hard, like you have to bounce around, like knock this one back, knock this one back, knock this one back. And you have to be really good at the game. Like this is hard. We thought this was a good idea, and that was just a side mission for the chapter. So you get to the Whoa. actual chapter, Whoa. it's just BS stuff. Like there's this giant orb that will just follow you around the map and tr- crush you at random times. Why is this a thing? <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, so it's wild. It's been a it's been a great time, <laughs>
1: but it's difficult. But
0: it's a hard. One, so
1: platinum games for you, man.
0: Man, they didn't did not hold hands, and it feels so bad too because they do a trophy system, like a medal system,
1: mm-hmm. depending
0: on how well you perform in each level, huh. and then at the end of each chapter, they give you a trophy on how well you performed at the end overall. <laughs> I'll, I'll move past bayonetta <clears> but it feels so bad because i keep getting these stone tach- st- trophies which is the lowest you can get and the, it's a stone statue of the meme character in the game like falling over i'm like way to rub it in game <laughs> Jeez.
1: it just reminds me of like a lot of other japanese action fighting games where like They're so hard and they don't care about your emotions, your feelings, they rub it in. That is the best
0: way to describe it. Because that's like the replay value in the game, Mm -hmm. is that you lose a bunch, you come back, then you get the golds and the platinums. Earn it. You earn it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, but this is a game I want to play one time just to experience
1: it. (laughs) There's a a game called God Hand where the better you're doing in the game, it's like Bayonetta where it's like an action Mm -hmm. game. But the better you're doing in the game, the harder it gets to the. And the only way to bring the difficulty down is to either fail, get beat up a bunch, or you can just beg.
0: Interesting. And
1: like to the enemies and be like, oh, have mercy on me like grovel, and it lowers the difficulty.
0: That's so interesting. <laughs> it sounds familiar. I think I was listening to a speedrunning podcast. Uh, it might not have been this exact game, but there are mechanics in games where you can manage the difficulty by being bad. Yep. So the speedrunners will. Do a purposeful amount of bad Mm -hmm. to make the run easier. That that sounds exactly like that. I love
1: that mechanic. Just crawl. Yeah. Just please don't hurt me. And the demons go, "Oh, okay. Okay. We'll take it easy on (laughs) you.
0: I like that." But. Okay, but speaking of replayability, right, that seems like a nice segue to what we're actually talking about today. I think so. Today we're talking about video games that never get boring, Ooh. which is going to be wrapped up a lot in mm-hmm. replay value, right? What keeps you coming back to a game? How do you play it for a long time, mm-hmm. right? So we're going to talk mm-hmm. about games that we think never get boring, genres, mechanics, features that also keep these games interesting. Right. But at the, we always have to do a little bit of housekeeping at the top of the hour. So you out there, I see you, listener, I hear you. I'm in your house cleaning it right now. Make sure you go to YouTube. You know, check us out. We have, by the time you, this is out, we'll have a couple of D&D episodes gameplay episodes up on the youtube channel so check us out there at shared discovery you can also check us out on instagram to see our schedule we're going to be doing some streaming here soon we're going to post the schedule there we got some fun plans for that i think we're going to play resident evil first yeah i've never played it before a resident evil in my life i have barely touched horror games so it'll be fun to uh have an expert with me to guide me through that
1: as much as anyone can be an expert at Resident <laughs> Evil, yes, they're bonkers. They're get ready. They're
0: I've seen the movies. I don't
1: know how well that translates to the games. True to spirit, maybe not to form. Okay. but you know.
0: <laughs> I, get, I hope it's not to form. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so, yes, Instagram, same place, Shared Discovery. It's shared Discovery Show, I think it is over there. But if also, if you want to get a, a more direct route to us to our home Mm -hmm. you can email us at showdiscoveryshow at gmail.com that's right so that house is probably clean their house is probably clean so let's get into this but let's start with an intro question hit me with it transition
1: right what
0: game do
1: you keep going back to Oh, man. Off the Dome. What's Off the first the one that popped into the head when I asked you that? Uh, if, Europa Universalis <laughs> 4. I don't like how much this comes up. <laughs> but, yeah. It keeps, keeps it's, you coming back. For some reason. I think it's an addiction at this point. Okay. It's, it's starting to affect my okay. life. <laughs> so,
0: what I wanted to do with this question yeah. is keep the mo- the game that we referenced. Okay. Use that to... Go back to when we talk about the mechanics and okay. stuff. But if you don't want to talk about it, EU4, we, Let's think, get into we can it. pick a different...
1: Let's unpack some we'll stuff. We'll
0: unpack some stuff, okay. Yeah. So for me, the game that I want to dive into... I was thinking about doing World of Warcraft, but we have a World of Warcraft game coming yeah. up. Episode coming up soon. Yeah. So I think the game that I will go keep reference for this episode
1: is Terraria. Good choice, good choice. That's like a... St- like, every time the weather gets bad, it's time to play Terraria again. It
0: literally is. Yeah. Every year since it released, I've gone back and done a playthrough.
1: Man. Yeah. That's wild. And it's
0: also because the developers are always dumping out new content. So, not a Terraria episode. Not a Bayonetta episode. Not Let's a World of Warcraft episode. get into it. Not no. a World of Warcraft episode. This is just games in general that games, are not boring. No. That are so so fun, you have to replay them over and over. But we have a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. What's our disclaimer, Ron? Uh,
1: what someone finds fun about gaming is subjective. But these are common reasons we found for people coming back to games. Right? So it's not inclusive, <laughs> maybe. Uh, probably not going to hit on everything because that would take too long. Mm-hmm. But it's... Uh, Stuff we've noticed or stuff we found and reasons Absolutely. that we think, you know? Exactly. And Opinions. so these
0: are generalizations. If you don't agree with all of them,
1: it's fine. It's totally fine. In generalizations. We,
0: yeah, I found, I like to reference real people with these, right? that's kind of like my own interviews in a way. Like, yeah. that's how I use Reddit. And, you know, mm-hmm. This is how people actually feel about it. It's not true research, but in a way it's like pseudo-research, right? Mm-hmm. This is how people are actually feeling. It's kind of like filling out a questionnaire.
1: Yeah, picking somebody out of the crowd, being like, "Sir, mm-hmm. you on the street walking down. What What do you feel about bayonetta? You, lasagna is cool. What do you feel about this?
0: Right. And now we'll we'll hear from lasagna is cool. Don't worry. But Don't worry. I got some definitions here at the top of the hour run. So the reason I have these four definitions is because this is the common thread I saw mm-hmm. as I went mm-hmm. through these Reddit posts. So mm-hmm. we got novelty freshness newness originality these were the things that people said over and over that's what Mm -hmm. keeps them playing a game long so novelty the quality of being new original unique or unusual Mm -hmm. yes unique freshness the quality of being pleasantly new or different Mm. the operative word there pleasantly right Mm. that's what keeps us coming back newness the quality of being new or original that's just like a lesser definition of novelty as I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These are all synonyms, right? Right. Originality, the quality of being novel or unusual. I just feel like I just read the same thing over and over, but I wanted to get these four words here so you can get this in your brain as we go through these reasons. It's like a newness, freshness, originality, uniqueness. All of these things are very important for the people that have these long, long play times
1: in games. Mm-hmm. Okay, novelty, freshness, newness, got it. And I,
0: I think we'll probably see
1: that in the games that we reference
0: today too, as we go through.
1: I certainly hope so. <laughs> we'll
0: see. <laughs> and newness can will take different forms too, as we'll see. But I got a quote here that I really liked to, at this top of the hour that represents a lot of this from Nariz One Two Three Four on Reddit, and he says they say. In short, replayability is set accordingly to how much the experience can change from playthrough to playthrough. The more diverse, the more replay
1: value. Not going to say it better. Very Just an expert. Diversity, breeds, replayability, mm-hmm. and more flavor. And more.
0: And the amount of change and diversity. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see that in these mechanics as we go through them here. Mm-hmm. And so, first one here we have, it's has interactive depth, and there are different ways to play the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, this means that there are rule sets that allow for more gameplay possibilities, and actively encourage exploring these possibilities will have a more lasting impact.
1: So, you're telling me meaningful choices, Meaning- like interactive, like yes. different ways of playing are good. Okay, I think so. Yeah,
0: I think that keeps you coming back for a while. <laughs> that makes sense because you want to experience all of these different ways to play, right? Right. Think back to our Bioshock episode. You've mm-hmm. said you've played that game multiple times,
1: M- multiple different ways, in
0: multiple different ways. Yeah, and that's a well-designed game too,
1: right? I think so. Yeah, you know, it's like how Skyrim <laughs> has the class system. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of RPGs mm-hmm. have class systems. You can yep. see that as a lot of different ways. Yeah,
0: absolutely, play. and that's a really good segue. And we can wrap that in. But the mm-hmm. next point we have is different builds and yes. different classes and weapons, right? One of my
1: favorite parts of any mm-hmm. game is different builds. It's like, okay, what
0: is the build and how am I going to
1: play the way this yeah. time? If I can be a wizard, mm-hmm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Every time.
0: The question I had for you on this is, what is the build, what would that look like? The word build for a game like EU4? Europa, how do I say that?
1: it'd be just like your overall strategy because <laughs> I think okay. that's what that's build what translates is. to okay. right? Yeah. is like in Skyrim or in RPG you're looking for certain uh, skills or attributes or levels mm. where you get perks or abilities that modify your play style yeah. same with like weapons in the world it's like yeah. the strategy so like oh am I going for an economic hegemony type or am I going to dominate my immediate neighbors and then Challenge the great mm-hmm. powers, or like yeah. it's your way of going about things okay. in the world. Right? So the translation for build is strategy. Strategy mm-hmm. for
0: what are the real-time strategy games, or
1: you know, turn-based, turn-based or tra- yeah. whichever. Okay, it could be argued that U four is both technically, oh. but is actually turn-based because it has a real-time element, sure. but also it's like ticks, like. And you could argue that those ticks are a turn okay so each tick every day yeah. that goes by is a turn and you get you, you that know, makes sense to me yeah it's, a, it's
0: kind of a yes and
1: <laughs> right time as a mechanic okay. is weird, that's sometimes. A weird mechanic mm-hmm. for sure.
0: so that's that's really interesting so for those style of games i don't play them a lot mm-hmm. but that is what that is built and it mm-hmm. will be as your strategy and each time you play you can pick another strategy.
1: Right, like the horse lords aren't going to operate the same as like the Venetian mm. Republic of Merchants. They're going to have completely different mechanics for and sure. strategies and objectives they're going for.
0: Yeah, so. and so I, for me, going back to my game, we have Terraria, mm. and when I think of builds, since I come from this RPG background, it's like different items, yep. different talent points, yep. Where am I allocate, allocating my skills, exactly. skill points, things like that? So Terraria, they have very distinct builds based mm-hmm. on the armor you choose. So you have mm-hmm. melee, caster, various melees. You have yo-yos and swords, right? Different types of melee builds. Um, boomerangs. You also have yeah. is considered melee. You have mm-hmm. rangers, uh, summoners, oh, and yeah. so I play a different way each
1: time and mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. go back.
1: Same with EU4, like you could argue that playing as Austria is a summoner because you capture all these little countries and you vassalize them so then they fight for you and yeah. you don't even have to use your country's manpower That's or soldiers because cool. they're doing it for you. Like, hmm. there's so many ways to play in strategy games and like EU4 especially that it's kind of overwhelming
0: sometimes. So this kind of, yeah, back to our interactive depth. Yes. Infinitely deep, deep ocean. Right as there.
1: deep as you want to go, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Holy, and so if we back up a little bit to the different ways to play the games that were referenced a lot in mm-hmm. this Reddit post, which I don't think I read the title of. So, what makes a game replayable? Mm. Highly check it out. I highly recommend checking out a super interesting post up mm-hmm. there. But they referenced the games. With stealth elements, like
1: Dishonored, that happens a lot.
0: Deus Ex, Hitman.
1: Yeah, I can't remember the genre descriptor. It's not even probably a real genre, but it's like um, it's something simulation. It's it's these types of games. The the um, Dishonored, Deus Ex, Prey, the Mm -hmm. new Prey, not the old Prey, Hitman, where you can interact in the world more freely. It's like. um, almost simulationist mm-hmm. right because... i know they
0: describe them a lot like sandboxes mm-hmm. is that the term you're thinking maybe not the exact term not... you're thinking of. it's but... similar along those mm-hmm. lines
1: but yeah like a real like deep sandbox yeah. like thief where you're a thief but it goes like you can do all of mm-hmm. these incredible things to fill in the role of being a thief okay same with hmm. deus ex like you are this like special agent for the United States government and all the things that go along with that in a transhumanist reality, right? Okay. So you get like different powers and yeah. different weapons and tools, and you can just talk the bad guys into giving up because they're all like idealists and stuff. That's like super
0: that. cool, right? So it's like a, it's kind of like interactive role playing in mm-hmm. a way. Like you're getting into that role from like the combat mechanics mm-hmm. to the character. Super interesting. Yeah. And then for me the of this list I've played Dishonored. Oh nice. And yeah. Dishonored is the one where, you know, you can stealth, you can go full on combat. You can use powers and gadgets, try alternate pathing, climbing, crawling, exploring
1: and the game changes based on your approach to the game as well the yeah. more killing you do the more depressing and dark and like evil the world becomes mm-hmm. and same with if you avoid killing it stays more cheery and yes. bright there's less rats running around like the whole world playing along with you mm-hmm. in the game i feel like is another big part I think of it too that's really
0: cool yeah. that really makes you want to go back cuz mm-hmm. if you did just i'm going to kill everything i get the pretty dark ending let me go back and kill less people. Let me go back and kill no people and see what that ends like. what happens, Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I, I really like that. And for me, I was telling you a story beforehand where I was trying to do a pacifist run. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about this in the pre-show where I was trying to do a pacifist run. And the first person of interest, I had my trank dart ready. And I'm like, alright, I'm going to shoot him. He'll pass out. It'll be fine. The guards mm-hmm. will go get help or I trank them too. I miss the guy hits the table He's, it scares him he falls over stabs himself somehow <laughs> and then I lose my pacifist run. I'm like I didn't do it no he fell on his own sword. but it also popped up success I was like okay I guess I completed the mission it
1: still counts it still yeah.
0: counts and so that it's like a dynamic evolving world mm-hmm. there's a word for it in games that game designers are trying to I'm trying to um trying to really develop more recently with mm-hmm. these like worlds that respond to you and I'm like so, reactive, yeah, right? reactive like worlds,
1: reactive open worlds mm-hmm. cuz that's something that I've been really interested in lately too like with replaying all of these RPGs and like Morrowind and stuff and like we could have so many reactive elements to the world, but there's this like game design trend where it's like, Oh, if nobody's going to see, if not a lot of players are going to see it, then why make it? Yeah. So you have really super linear. You see those like fallout four and uh, Skyrim is really linear too, but it like hides it well in that like all of the dungeons are straight lines, Mm. but like, you know, uh, And then you look at, like, Baldur's Gate 3, and if you just play once through, you're going to miss 90% of the content. Yes.
0: Oh, man, maybe I should have used that as my reference for this episode. Because, holy cow, I just finished Act 2. Yeah. And I'm like, man, missing everything. (laughs) Yeah. Because you want to, like, you want to save scum. Yes. So you can see more things. Nope, nope, nope. that's more playtime that I'm ruining. Let me do another playthrough later.
1: That's these games, Dishonored Deus Ex, And that actually,
0: that really leads to our next point that mm-hmm. we have here different dialogue choices yes. that's a really smooth transition yes, yes. with boulders gate 3 here right and this usually comes in the form of the telltale games or life is strange we played that mm-hmm. together uh, we tried to play a Telltale game after that, and we couldn't because we were stressed about the timers on answering the questions.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. in uh, I think it was in Stranger Things, there weren't a lot of timers, there were just a few, and yeah. then Telltale was every single choice was a timer. Yeah,
0: so like in Life is Strange, I remember our, the last decision of the game, we sat there for 15 minutes, and then we tried to play The Wolf Among Us, <laughs> yeah. and then every so question cool. was... 10 seconds, like, no time's up, time's up, and that's an answer, though. Yep, no response is still an answer. Oh my god. (sighs) So, so stressful but there were a few like you said a few times in life is strange critical ones
1: for the majority critical of the
0: game sense. you could sit there and think and ponder <laughs>
1: one of them absolutely traumatized me where it just like keeps happening and, Stop. and you're like no i i can't just keep watching this that is game is that that's perfect for replay value
0: too because yeah. that is what we're talking about mm-hmm. each time if you're traumatized I'll replay and do it a different way, mm-hmm. right? I'll load a save, do a different way.
1: And even just having knowledge after your first playthrough can completely change the context of a game. Like, uh, uh, I think, what was it? There was a Far Cry game where if you just, it was the one with Pagan Min, I think it was four or something. If he tells you just wait five minutes and he'll be right back. Yeah. And if you actually listen to him and wait five minutes, he actually does come back and the, you like go party with him for a night. And that's one of the endings of the game. That
0: is wonderful. Yeah, just the beginning of the game. <laughs> you, you just sit there and listen to him You believe him. Him. <laughs> Oh my God. That is wonderful. Like that is so good. I love, would when do that. They, I love when developers put that in. More <laughs> people like, okay, I'll listen. Sure, why not? not. That's what would happen in real life, right? If you just stay
1: there. that has to be the speed run, right? I I think it is. Five minutes.
0: I love that so much. That is fantastic. I've always loved that one. That rewards going back to a game and like you play the whole what 50 hours of the game like I'm going to replay and listen mm-hmm. to him this time. Yeah. Well, and I and
1: feel what? like it's a least obvious dialogue choice cuz yeah. it doesn't prompt you. It doesn't no, give you not a choice. A, it's right? just a
0: guy It's just a voiceover. Just hang out, man. Right? You just think it's opening cutscene. Like, yeah. Well, obviously right? I'm not going to do this. I've played <laughs> a Far Cry before. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know what this is about I know what this is about. Okay.
0: Oh man, that's so cool. And yeah. then when games really make you excited about the things that happened, mm-hmm. you're like, even if you know what's going to happen in the game, it's like, that game was great, I want to do it again. Right? Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: That it's is fantastic.
1: Always finding new gems. Mm-hmm.
0: And great. so, I mean, that leads to a point that we have later, but the next point we have here is different orders of gameplay. Yeah. And so the example that they gave here are bosses, being able to challenge bosses in different orders, so Mm -hmm. specifically Dark Souls. One was the example that they gave here. It's just choosing which order of bosses that you want to face.
1: I mean, you can. Mm -hmm. It's probably not the smartest thing to do. (laughs) Challenging bosses... But you can, yeah. That's yeah, an option. the choice. Totally.
0: <laughs> and that choice is really good. What uh, The example that immediately popped into my head here is mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, is choosing the starting zones mm-hmm. and the path of leveling. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to level this way purely by doing dungeons, or I'm going to go in the world and do this zone, and then this zone I haven't done before, and this zone I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Or this zone first with this zone I've done before. Maybe that'll change how I experience this new zone.
1: Man. That, I never thought of that mm-hmm. before. Just having whole like areas and tracts of land that you can even choose from. Like, yeah. You'll never even experience whole Because
0: mm-hmm. the way realms. that the game is designed mm-hmm. is that there are zones that are usually ten-level ranges. Mm-hmm. And so you finish that zone, you go to the next ten-level range. Mm-hmm. But there are about four to five of each of these ten-level range zones that you can quest through. And experience new quests yeah. and new locations.
1: But you don't need all of them every single playthrough. Nope. You can just make do with like one or two. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you do this yeah. one. I'm going to do this
0: one of four on this playthrough. I'm going to go to Westfall this time. Maybe later on, I'll I'll do Lakeshire yeah, instead.
1: That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if they would have just instead been like, no, everybody gets the same zones, same one zones. Like, they would be nowhere near as interesting. No, it
0: would not have held up. Mm-mm. and it would not have kept people coming back, which we'll talk about game addiction later. Don't <laughs> yeah. you worry. We'll touch on that. <laughs> we'll <laughs> touch on that. So that's that's really the first thing that popped into my mind mm-hmm. is the order of the content, mm-hmm. uh, choosing how you order. And even in Terraria, you can choose at the beginning of the game, there's a big choice of which of the first three bosses do I want to face. Right. So you have the twin. Now, the Twins is in hard mode. You have the Eye
1: mm-hmm.
0: of Cthulhu, you have the Destroyer of Worlds, and then you have Skeletron. Mm-hmm. And you can face them in any order that you want, and there are pros and cons to facing them yeah. in each of the orders. So you fight Skeletron, you get access to the dungeon, which can give you some gear that's that's huge. But you fight the other two first, you can get access. One of them will give you the stuff that you need to make a better Mm pickaxe, Another one gives you stuff that you combine with that to make better gear. So pros and cons and different ways to just, even in the beginning of Terraria, the first decisions you make. They're
1: they're already laying them on you, fast and
0: thick, oh yeah. Oh, the next one we have here is different characters to Mm -hmm. play. And this one comes in the form of things a lot in MOBAs where new characters, new playstyles are coming up a lot. But mm-hmm. the one that we've played a lot is Risk of Rain 2.
1: And I feel like this overlaps a lot with the different builds and classes because it it's essentially what a character is, yeah. right? Like different abilities, different sets, different rule sets. Everything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like a character is going to play completely differently, so that's going to kind of function like a different Mm -hmm. build right so think about moba's i played league of legends a lot Mm. brand new character comes out and you have to learn their whole kit their passive their of how far is their basic attack how much does this Mm -hmm. scale with this gear
1: risk of rain i like because each of the characters are so significantly Mm. different too like my favorite is the engineer because I don't have to play. <laughs> you
0: just put turret builds. Just eat snacks and sit in my shield.
1: Like <laughs> turrets.
0: That's yeah, my that's, way to play. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And what I like about this too is that. They do have distinct builds in those games in the term of items Mm -hmm. that you can get. So with this section of different characters, same thing with League, you can use the same build and say, I'm going to use attack power, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use crit, but I'm going to play it on this character that Mm -hmm. plays differently and see how that functions.
1: And that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Being able to mix those two together and Mm -hmm. come up with like tons of different combinations. I think of like... um, uh, uh, dawn the oh shoot what is it? It's the grim dawn. Grim dawn. Yes. How many combinations of classes? So much and... replay
0: value in grim dawn. Grim dawn is an awesome example of this. is an ARPG in the style of Diablo. Much better, I think. And they have they have a unique system. Oh, they have me. like a classless system from level one. You're just an empty shell, and then level two you get to pick one of these nine masteries they call it. And then again at level ten you choose another one of those masteries mm-hmm. and then you'll have a two mastery build for the rest of the game. And there are thirty six of these combinations <laughs> to play through.
1: Okay, which is not exactly characters, but it it is replayability. Exactly. And, and that leads to so many
0: open. builds and so many different synergies that come across yeah. thirty six different right. different combinations. And they're actually you have a they have a DLC coming out for the first time in years. This, these next few months, that's adding another one. So, there are going to be 45 combinations.
1: Good fantastic. lord. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I love to see it. More is better. Which transitions. Excuse me again. Bless you.
0: Which transitions very well into our next point here, which is continuous new content.
1: Oh, my lord. <laughs> this is one that's. It's, I don't know if it's a plague at this point. I think it's a plague at this point. I think it's too much. Constant new content mm. for everything. Everything's got to be a live game, live service. Ugh. Like It's even happened to EU4. Yeah, And that's kind of why I've stepped away from really? it. Really? Interesting. I thought that was content. a
0: self-contained game. Interesting. No,
1: it thrives on its expansions, it does. I would okay. say. is It, it was released incomplete and then they've completed it through DLCs and okay. expanding it and then the DLCs are overpriced for what they are. Naturally I'm not afraid to say it <laughs> paradox you're scummy.
0: Play the base game. Or don't play. Come at don't me. Play. I don't play. <laughs> um, please, let's have an interview. We'd love we'll, to talk about we'll
1: it. We'll play multiplayer. <laughs> I have all the expansions. Just uh, we'll be Steam friends. That you, would be fun. Yeah, let's you be. get to use the expansions. Yes. If only the host has the expansions. Okay. okay. Let's do it. Let's
0: do it. That'd be so cool. We'd do an interview while you play with the devs of the game. There you go. Come on. Come on in. Come guys. at me. Let's do it.
1: I'll beat you. I'll play We won't be that
0: host. No. In the game, we will but we'll be friendly. We'll be friendly. It's
1: about imperialism. So this
0: actually, the continuous oh, content me. comes up a lot in our episode on patches. So I had Chandler on. We talked about patches and updates. And that episode came about because Chandler, he's a retro gamer. He likes the cartridge games that have a self-contained experience. Good or bad, that is the experience. And when it comes back to it, that's what it's going to be.
1: I I love that as a concept. One of my favorites. Yeah, games are should be done when you sell them, right?
0: I agree. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? That's
1: where that's the
0: generation I grew up in. <laughs> please,
1: can we go please back? Finished games,
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> and so, while we might disagree with it, I think there's a middle ground of mm-hmm. new content sparingly
1: yeah or right. like uh, free updates free updates or like, yeah um...
0: so like terraria yeah. every 2 years for the past 12 years i think
1: mm-hmm.
0: 2 to 3 years they've had a major free content patch
1: they keep saying it's the last they but keep it's saying a lie. It's, they're
0: doing it it's so funny cuz people keep memeing <laughs> on it and i've heard them talk about it we're going to do a terraria episode soon but the devs have been saying for like Half a decade at this point that they want to move on to Terraria two, and then whatever that means. (laughs) And in an interview, he's like, "We want to make that game, but this game sells like hotcakes. Mm -hmm. It's still selling
1: six hundred thousand copies a month." What are you going to do? What There's new do? people born every second, and they don't have Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the ninth best-selling game of all time, and it's because of this new content. I think one of the big things is the new content and the new updates that they have. Totally. It's like, and it's such, done in such a well way
1: everybody wishes they could do it that way every
0: month like league Mm -hmm. every week sometimes like league talk about addiction oh god i've been there Mm -hmm. that's one of my most played games and i can't track how long i've played it but i've played a lot in those five years i played
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, but this keeps people Mm -hmm. coming back if you really love the core concept of the game you want to keep coming back and trying the new characters, trying the new maps, trying the new builds, seeing what the patch had to do. Uh, what I liked about League 2 is like, okay, this new character came in and it was broken, so they had to nerf it and buff the character I like yeah. <laughs> to balance it. It always feels nice. It feels nice, right? Really mm-hmm. ad- oh, that's such a rush of endorphins, too. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And learning. A lot of people, we talked about in that episode, too, a lot of people love this style because... They love the constant learning
1: mm-hmm.
0: of, of using their brain and the, of like okay, I need to rework my internal control and mental structures of how the game functions with this new broken character. They mm-hmm. love that. They love tinkering with that. So it might not be for everyone, but continuous new content keeps people coming.
1: And it's great. It's just how they go about yeah, it in my mind. It's, you know?
0: I think that's good. And we could definitely do uh, ethics, <laughs> gaming ethics Ooh, episode. I think yeah. we should at some point. <laughs> Eventually
1: we'll get to some ethics, my favorite. Yes.
0: But we're finally to Lasagna is Cool's quote, and I would like you to read that, Ron.
1: <coughs> Lasagna is cool on Reddit says, Not experiencing all the game offers in one play.
0: I think that really sums up a lot of why we keep going back to games. If you make a self contained linear experience where they see everything, more than likely the person's not going to go back, it's going to get know? old. It's yeah. going to get old. So, this really I like this. This is short and sweet and summed up everything we've been talking about for mm-hmm. the past 20 minutes. And back to Boulder's Gate, you said it here it's like one playthrough, you probably see like five percent of the game maybe like ten percent yeah if that
1: yeah and tons of games are made that way and
0: that's a good way Mm because you'll want people to keep playing your games longer if you have a good chart, if you're on this high on the steam chart more people are going to see that like oh maybe i should try the game Mm -hmm. it's awesome but we needed to back up here because not every single reason that we have is about something new no, right. So, I wanted to list on that and say there's things like challenge and difficulty
1: mm-hmm.
0: where that could be construed as new, right? If you turn mm-hmm. up the challenge, that's a new experience for you, but not always. Sometimes you just want a game that's difficult. Yeah. And so, Demon Chaser 27 says the game has just enough difficulty to require thinking and effort, but not enough to be frustrating or create roadblocks. Mm. So enough challenge that they're feeling stimulated, but not hitting a wall, mm-hmm. right? And so that's that's kind of like Bayonetta, Dark Souls. These games that are just hard and they say get good, the developers like, that's, that's a you problem. That's going to alienate some people. Oh, yeah. But there are some people that love, love, love that challenge exactly. and love overcoming
1: it. Yeah. Like you said, it's just to each their own, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different appetite.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And so the word that I chose here was mastery. Players like to improve. Players like to master the thing that they really like. And nice. so that's where this challenge comes in. Cheat right. one. Chuck. <laughs> Off it goes. <laughs> and so uh example they had here was Halo 2. Mm-hmm. And so that you can find the skulls, the Easter eggs, oh, and then once you find those, you can unlock difficulty modifiers for the game. Yeah. There's a legendary mode, and I've also put here speedrunners. Mm. Right, that is the fun for the game. Mm-hmm. It's just going fast and putting that challenge on the
1: game. Because yeah, they're going to
0: see the game. The game's not going to change for them.
1: No, it's done. It's over. It's done. Right? Like,
0: the thing that's going to change is their numbers are going to get lower and lower. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the game is the same. Mastery. Mastery is mm-hmm. the concept here. So, And then for the... I also put PvP here because it puts into numbers, like in MOBA games, on yeah. ranked ladders, you can see with a number, nice clean number, EO, ELO, I mm-hmm. think it usually is, is clean number of this is how good I am and this is how much I'm improving.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like what what clearer way do you have of mastery than a ranked ladder of everyone against everyone exactly
0: and we I did it at times but I always got stressed (laughs) so I don't think I don't think the challenge and the mastery was as important to me as like different builds characters Mm -hmm. but super fun Um, the next thing we have that was a big um, the next thing we have is an overall great
1: story this is important for gamers like me mm-hmm. who, like, that's one of the reasons why I game this story. Mm-hmm. I, I play Planescape Torment and, like, Morrowind. Yeah. Like, novels, right? Yes. I'm, I'm playing novels. Mm-hmm. Like, this one's huge for me is the writing has to be good. If the writing's not there, I'm not there.
0: I think this really is a new development for me Ooh. in games where it mostly was the mechanics, the gameplay that was really important, mm-hmm. but I think think what shifted this for me were actually the divinity original sin games yeah. this was a shift for me of oh i actually care what's happening <laughs> i should pay attention
1: those ones have some really fun stories. they're like
0: so too. super interesting and so now i've been playing games that are just all oh, like that's what you're here for mm-hmm. think about bioshock that's, that's what you're mean. there for <laughs> and so we have here it's like a great movie it's always fun to replay a great game And that's why I say that change isn't always important, because think about movies. Movies are always the same, Mm -hmm. but people rewatch them all the time, time. because they feel good.
1: And you can always catch new things, too. I feel like there's something with depth. There's always going to be something new to find.
0: Absolutely. I was watching an episode of a breakdown, a YouTube video of a breakdown of The Truman Show. Nice,
1: love that movie. There
0: are so many little Easter eggs, Everywhere. so many crammed into that mm-hmm. movie. So re, so yeah, that's something new you can see too every time you watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, life is strange, is a great story. This is the one. Maybe that was the game that shifted it for me, because I played that, but I can't remember if I played that or Divinity first. But one of those two. Yeah, <laughs> multiple endings, so stories that. Games that have a lot of endings. Baldur's yeah. Gate 3 has over 17,000 endings.
1: Right, and Life is Strange may not care about all the decisions you make, mm-hmm. but it cares about enough to, like, kind of trick you or, like, there are actual decisions, like the ending there. Yes, but, that was yeah. a hard
0: decision. Took us 15 minutes. Yep. <laughs> and then we're finally like, okay, we got to make one. We're, yep. We know what we're here for. We know what we're here for. We what, we're here for. for. Yeah, what have we been saying the whole what? time? So listen to yourself as you
1: play these games, listen to your heart.
0: I think overall this next point summarizes yeah. it though is it has to be an enjoyable experience for you.
1: Whatever that means.
0: Whatever that means for you, mm-hmm. it has to be enjoyable. And so I actually have this quote here. I don't know how to pronounce their name, so I'm sorry Reddit user that listens to our absolutely listens to our show. Yeah, we
1: know you're a fan and we're sorry. I think bands. it's a cane? I'm gonna go with that. No, there's no N. okay no. You're fiction, man.
0: Yeah, I added an N. But anyway, they say I disagree with all of this, it has to give you something different for each playthrough to be replayable option. Mm-hmm. If playing through a game feels good, you'll want to play it again. I don't care if it has zero changes in subsequent playthroughs, if you can rewatch a movie, you can replay a game. The important thing is for the experience to be good enough to want to go through it again. Doom is an infinitely replayable experience, for example.
1: Right, and I totally agree with this. Like, Pathologic is a great game, but it's miserable, so I'll never play it again. But, like, you know, Bioshock, incredible. Constantly replaying it. Constantly replaying it. There's builds, Mm -hmm. and there's story, and there's always new things to discover.
0: Absolutely, and I really like what this person says. Mm -hmm. It was a nice, you know, contradiction or... Opposite, uh, devil's advocate mm-hmm. to what the whole post was saying. It's, I need new. I need new. I need new. I need novelty.
1: It's yeah, cult of the new.
0: And he said, you know, that's good. That's but fine. it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. If the game is good, the story is good, you'll want to experience it again.
1: Yeah, if you like that Alice in Wonderland platforming game, like by all means, enjoy it. Enjoy you it. won't see me there, <laughs> but you know. But if you enjoy the mechanics, you like the game,
0: that is what's most important for replay value here, right? I think my most played game, gotcha Force, the beat-em-up monster robot collector for the GameCube, I just enjoy the mechanics so, so much, and I've seen the whole story, I've seen the whole thing. The only difference is me improving or me playing different characters. But that's still different. but I'm st- it's still the same thing mm-hmm. every time. But I really, really enjoy the mechanics, so something else I put here is that the game is comfortable,
1: mm-hmm. and familiar. I was just say, thinking about uh, forever games or games that people mm. will just continuously mm-hmm. on and off play through their life. Like yeah. I feel that way about Magic the Gathering, yep. where like <laughs> I'll always be playing Magic, but I won't always be playing Magic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's always in the background it's for sure. Sometimes it's in the foreground, but uh, uh, I feel like that way about like, EU4, like, Paradox games in general. It's like, these are my forever games. Mm. I'm in no rush to play these, because yeah. they're always there, they're always good, they're always replayable, they're comfortable. Yeah. And I can just, like, get a beer, sit down, play some Crusader Kings, assassinate someone's wife. <laughs> like, just have a good time, you Yeah, know?
0: I really like that. That's a good definition for this episode. Like forever games. Mm-hmm. And that really hits for Terraria. Evergreen. For me, every time I <laughs> evergreen. <laughs> rain sweater here for you, uh, <laughs> podcast listeners. Green yeah. coat. That's what I'm pointing, <laughs> I'm pointing at. That's what I'm pointing at. Uh, so for me, you know, I will build my house differently. I'll mm-hmm. build in a different biome. I'll do a different build, but it's always comfortable mm-hmm. to go back. I know these boss fights. I know the build track. I've done it a million it. times. Done it a million times, but it. Just easy because you don't always want to think about what's new. Sometimes that turns me off games because I'm like, I have to learn all of these acronyms and these symbols and these Dude, mechanics.
1: Uh, so new can actually be overwhelming. Uh, yeah, especially if it's a complicated game on top of that. So yes. you're like, not only do you have to new new rule set, it's a deep one, a pool that uh, you don't yeah. have time for that. Yeah.
0: That <laughs> happened to me with Grim Dawn. Oh, they ha- it actually was turned off a lot for that, because we played a much simpler Diablo 3 first. Mm. I was like, let me try this, but they have so m- many, it's, the mechanics are much deeper, mm-hmm. and the affixes are much deeper, and I was like, okay, this is a lot, but then I learn it, I'm like, okay, this is fine. I know what I'm looking for now, it just was a learning curve, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes you just want familiar,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and overall, the game has to be quality, it's gotta be well made, I've fallen off games because they're just broken. Even if it's fun to play, like the new Pokemon games, they were fun. I had a fun time playing, but they're broken. They do not put money in. You just fall through the world. You just break sometimes. <laughs> it's laggy. Like this should not come out in 2022.
1: Yeah. So I
0: just had to put that down because it was while a fun experience and an experience that I've been looking for with the series for a while. Mm-hmm. It's just broken. It's broken. It just made me
1: mad. Man, yeah, maybe Paradox games aren't the best because they're always breaking. them constantly there's always permanent bugs mm. and broken Ugh. things in them that yeah. are never going away. Yeah. There's nothing you you can do about it. Yeah. Like
0: that's that's
1: definitely it. My What's conflict. For, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: I know. I played it for a long time, but I was like, I just they're better made games. Yeah. and From the biggest gross, the highest grossing game franchise of all time. Why am I playing this? Mm -hmm. So for me, this is really important. I saw this for other gamers too. It's got to be a quality game.
1: Quality game. Whatever whatever that means to you. Whatever
0: that means to you, right? And so I, next we have player versus player games. PVP. PVP. So I put this here because these include a lot, a lot of what we've been talking about. Mm. So... PvP games offer a lot of these features, Mm -hmm. and what a lot of people said is that humans, adding that human element to playing against them, adds virtually infinite replayability.
1: Yeah, it'll even make games that you think are bad, good, because people are using those mechanics in a way that's, like, you know, interesting, or unfounded, or, you know, novel. There's always
0: going to be novelty if Mm -hmm. new players are coming into the game and getting a fresh look at
1: it. Yeah, like uh, for the longest time, uh, what was it, Valve games, like games based on like um, Counter-Strike and stuff Mm. like Zombie Master Mod. Or uh, there was one where there's an invisible zombie with like zombie modes and all this and like all these remixes of the same Mm -hmm. old thing over and over and over.
0: Yeah, and I found that even when playing league the same patch and nothing for a while i could play mm-hmm. over and over
1: mm-hmm. because
0: these pl- people would play differently they would have different skill levels mm-hmm. they would make me have to change the way that i play every single game yep. and you can't get that with ai
1: mm. no you really can emergent
0: yeah. gameplay that's what that's the word for that we were trying to think emergent of. emergence the game ad- is adapting to how you're playing and exactly. changing they can create an engine that's emerging to.
1: And that's like mm-hmm. impossible, arguably impossible to make. And that's why people are that's so amazing. So you important. can never predict what people are going to do These next.
0: These games have challenge, mastery, challenge with people that are getting better, a mastery as you want to try to climb the ladder, mm-hmm. right? Different builds, play styles. We've referenced League. Wow! Wow yeah. is huge.
1: Speaking of playstyles, I'd even argue that um, speedrunning is a form of PvP, just like meta yeah, PvP. You
0: know, that is true. And ladders I've and been listening to the speedrunning podcasts, um, Need for Speedrunning, and they always yeah. talk about running, yeah. like uh, races that yeah. people will do in the yeah. community. And there's the ladder; you're always trying to beat that That's a cool one. Yeah, there you go. That is a cool form of competition mm-hmm. for like a single player type Of game, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. There's different characters constantly, there's new content. So, if you're the type of player that wants to challenge, mastery, new, 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 new PvP games, might be the place to look. Mm-hmm. One I also played a lot was Smite. Yeah, there's like infinite gods for them to draw off of, infinite gods. <laughs> so, there always is new content.
1: <laughs> that's another one mm-hmm. that Paradox does, is always new content. That's their monetization method, is uh. new DLC. New you mechanics.
0: Let's just scrap everything and play The Sims. You want to? Have you seen like, their DLC policy? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like
0: three thousand dollars to get everything for that game. <laughs> that's that's where it's at, right there. Yeah, let's just let's <laughs> just. that is that like the most egregious?
1: It's up there. It's a, I think there was like a farming simulator yes. that had a lot, or like
0: like, like a train simulator, flight simulator. One of those simulators. <laughs> It was like 10K to get everything. No, no, the worst one that I know of in recent years was the Diablo Immortal, the phone game. What? Someone mathed it out to get everything for an end game build with in game, cur- like IRL currency. Uh, it was $110,000. <laughs> and like that translated, I think, to like five or six years of the free to play model.
1: It literally hurts me. I know. It hurts my psychology, well, my spleen. It?
0: We're tar- We're bringing up oh. a lot of episode ideas. this <laughs> We need to do free to play and ethics. ethics. <laughs> <laughs> we really need the ethics. We need the ethics. <laughs> okay, Ron. Yes, Victor. So let's, let's talk about some of the games that never get boring. The,
1: some of the games that never get boring. You know, Are we talking about Civilization? We're talking about Civilization Five. Civilization Five, specifically one touted as being the perfect Civilization game.
0: That's what I was reading. So there, this, I picked this one because this kept coming up over mm-hmm. and over in these Reddit posts that I was looking at. As is right. And yeah. so I, you know what the. <laughs> Where are other experts
1: <laughs> at? Steam reviews.
0: Yeah. So we got some funny Steam reviews here. Some informative ones, but some formative ones as well. But mm-hmm. uh, take it away with this first one.
1: <clears throat> December 22nd, 2023, by Training Wheels on Steam, who has 29,316.1 <clears throat> hours of gameplay. They write. Best out of the civilizations I know of.
0: It's short, simple. I think it's time to take off the training wheel. Pithy, yeah. At twenty nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars, I think that's,
1: that's like three decades worth of play. <laughs> if you're doing it as a full eight hour job,
0: uh, I think I mathed it out. I think it's around like four years of playtime.
1: Like, if you never turned it off for four years. Like weekends. And the
0: game came out in 2010. So that's believable to me. Yeah. Right? 13
1: years. Yeah. Four of those, if
0: that's like the main game, you. There's no life. There's thing, no yeah. life. Right. Uh, this next one's not as believable.
1: No, no. This you one,
0: explained this one to me. But this one comes from Pongi22. Right. They have uh, on January 27th, of 2023, they have 63,858.5 hours. Good Lord good lord and they say civilizations is the best computer game of all time and version five is the best version in my opinion so i actually did math for this one this was close to eight years of playtime.
1: they never turned it off
0: i don't think they turned i think they were a server host like that's the only way right
1: must have must have been i is that how servers work? I don't I don't
0: know. <laughs> Does that track your playtime? Because they said they have 315.8 hours in the past 2 weeks. That's like all but 15 hours.
1: Dude, I only work 40 hours a week. I know. This is 315.
0: They not That's a that's a host. Like that's not even enough time to sleep in 2 weeks. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, cuz Can you
1: play in your sleep?
0: So that's 338 hours in two weeks so that is 23 hours that the game wasn't on for this for Pongi here <laughs> so
1: in two weeks <laughs> that's half a day a week dude I what? What the heck, man? So I'm respect, thinking, Pongy. Respect. I think
0: I think the game may have been left on. Yeah. But I wanted to get a review mm-hmm. that actually had some substance
1: here. Some substantive argument. So
0: read us, Natural Flirt Gamer's review. <clears throat> November twenty seventh, two
1: thousand twenty three. Natural Flirt Gamer mm-hmm. spent three thousand four hundred thirty five point five hours on record. A little more. Uh, um realistic, I feel like. For, this feels more realistic. Yeah, 3000 is yeah. more realistic. Okay. Uh, after many, many hours of playing, I wanted to finally review, uh, civili- uh, I wanted to finally write a review of Civ Five. Although I have played other versions of the Civilization, Civilization games, I keep coming back to Civ Five as my favorite. I still feel that thrill of victory in wiping someone off the map who denounced me because they were jealous Then being called a warmonger, (laughs) lol. My one complaint is that I don't get to see my spaceship launch for the science victory. Sad face. It's a very satisfying game to play, even to just continue a battle for 30 minutes on some nights. The game still has surprises and challenges to winning from chieftain to deity, no matter how many times I have played it I definitely recommend Civ 5.
0: See, that is very, it's so good. Yeah. And it sums up a lot of what we've been talking about. That's why oh, I picked yeah. this one, because it has surprises, which is the new cunt. New things you're going to see each playthrough. It has more challenge,
1: mm-hmm. it,
0: and it has, um, oh, what did they say? <laughs> Wiping someone off the map, like the player versus
1: player mm-hmm. aspect.
0: So that emergent gameplay that we were talking about here. Oh, yeah. and. Different play styles, chieftains, deities. I don't know what that means. Those are
1: the difficulty levels. Difficulties, okay. Mm-hmm. So difficulty levels. So,
0: mm-hmm. I really like this. Thank you for that natural flirt gamer. But we got two games left to talk about. Do- and this next one, I, I picked Dota 2, actually, as our MOBA category. Dota so we're going to go through these reviews real quick here. Because you got it you here. I'm going to go through this one. So right. December 9th, 2023. KOTL, Give Me Mana with says with 8,464 hours on record I think KOTL must be a character in the game I don't know but anyway dear lost souls I have downloaded this game when I was 12 I am now 23 with no recollection of my past 10 years Mm -hmm. my face is covered in beard and my eyes are tired and red stray away from this forbidden barren land every time I hear the sound of your match was found an overwhelming feeling of joy takes me off my feet, sends me into a euphoric dream that lasts for three minutes, up until a teammate feels, feeds first blood, oh. <laughs> idiot sandwiches. <laughs> oh, here we go. No woman can make you feel as good as a set of four teammates working overtime to snatch victory away from. <laughs> a fair opponent in a 60-minute game of Dota 2. The animation are breathtaking, and the sound effects touch the deepest pockets of my soul. <laughs> new updates come when you least expect them and surprise you with new features, bugs, every season. <laughs> the competitive scene in Dota 2 is undeniably far more interesting, aggressive, and respectable than weeny real sports like football, rugby, and boxing. The reaction, the beauty, the skill displayed by eternal envy, artsy and ddx leave me speechless for weeks in short this game is a roller coaster 10 out of 10 would recommend if you're looking for a new
1: purpose in life
0: with love pudge picker
1: you could say the same thing about any paradox game i feel like this is valid it's beautiful it's Uh, this is poetry this is this is beautiful but mm-hmm.
0: show us the other side of dota 2 uh
1: december 15 2023 <laughs> dale the dolphin says with 7077.2 hours on record says don't waste your life
0: <laughs> so i got a positive and a negative review for this
1: seems balanced
0: seems balanced <laughs> make what you will of these <laughs> reviews but people are obviously playing them for a long time if they don't like the last review we have here before we go, <laughs>
1: and this is
0: December 13th, 2021 yeah. from TJ Henry Yoshi with 203 hours. A little lower, Cause... but this one sums it up right here. Okay. Step one, buy the game. Step two, download the game. Step three, create a character. Step four, hey you, you're awake. Step five, YouTube. Mods you shouldn't play without. Step six, four to five hours later, 25 mods installed. Step 7. Hey you, you're finally awake. Step 8. YouTube search. Realistic combat mods. Skyrim 2021. Step 9. Hey you, you're finally awake. Uh. Step 10. YouTube again. Skyrim graphics overhaul. Step 11. Hey you, you're finally awake. Step 12. After 90 hours played, you finally completed Unbound. Uh, step 13 (laughs) after 50 mods npcs with better combat cloaks gore effects a nice flower overhaul a new skill tree trees inside towns big titty waifus a better bigger stronger enhanced fuss and after all that you're finally allowed to play your 15 minutes of skyrim daily just to take pictures and leave and that's
1: if your mods don't crash the game. And that's if they don't crash the game. So mods also
0: add replay value. Wanted to get that in at the end of the hour, but thank you so much for joining us oh, today. Oh, yes. These are games that you will replay forever, we hope, and these are reasons to look for, for a game for your forever game. So thank you all for joining thank us. Thank you so much. And thanks for BCTV for having us. If you have any questions, get them to us at shareddiscoveryshow at gmail.com. And as we go, thanks for joining us on episode 37 of Shared Discovery. Uh, Make sure you have some fun, be kind, play some games, and sign us off, Ron. All
1: right. Riches must be divided, but real wealth can be shared. See ya. Bye.